Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. And Heidi Hansen in the studio. I am here. Talking about such a sexy subject today, Heidi. <laughs> hey, it's all in the eyes of the beholder, you know, that queen termite might think the men termites are sexy. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the eye of the beholder, definitely. <laughs> So if, uh, let's say that you find, you know, you, you started these segments by describing a, uh, a termite encounter of your own. Yes. And we're in a state that's theoretically got fewer termites than the rest of us. But, you know, basically what I tell my home inspection clients is that if you create the set of conditions they need, it doesn't matter where you are, they'll find you. Yeah, there's actually there's actually another story about termites that I didn't tell earlier, and that is my brother came up from Vegas, and we went up to Pine Valley in St. George, and he cut down a Christmas tree up there. Well, I guess they took it home, they got it all decorated, and then as soon as it warmed up in the house, oh, the termites started coming out of that as well. Oh, dear. <laughs> so the termites in, in your wood are more common than you might expect. That's a problem. Yeah, and I, I still go back to the story you, you talked about where you were bringing in cut firewood, setting it next to the fire, and then by morning you've got wasps all yes. over the house mm -hmm. and spiders. and they just hide in those little holes and sneak out when they get warm. Yeah, note to self, don't do Be that. Be careful about bringing your firewood yeah. in. Place the firewood directly on the fire and then watch the, uh, the wasps come <laughs> Screaming out because <laughs> now they're all of a sudden being barbecued. Put your wasp mask on first. Or the termites, Maybe. as the case may be. So, uh, this segment is about remediation for termites. And um, subterranean being the primary problem for many of us. You know, we talked about how the drywood termites, you just got to tent the house and kill off what is in there at the moment and then hold your breath and know that the next day. They're starting again. So tenting the house, putting a big, huge, I'm just repeating this so people know, putting a big, huge cover over it and fumigating it somewhere. Right, right. And so for remediation for subterraneans, it's different because those subterranean termites are living in the soil and they're coming into the house for dinner and breakfast. Mm. Lunch and happens lunch. somewhere else. Snacks maybe too. Yeah. Lunch happens at Wendy's. <laughs> they hope. The way to treat subterraneans is you're actually going to see the guy. He's going to create basically a curtain around the perimeter of the house. He's going to drill down and he's going to create this poison curtain so that as the, t uh, the termites are going from their colony right. into the house, they're going through this poison and that's going to kill them off. So do they transport themselves like that every day? They don't just stay in the house once yeah, they get they, in there? A subterranean can't stay in the house. The drywood can. Really? Yeah. So they go back out to get in the soil again? Yes, they do. So that's how you remediate for uh, subterraneans, or that's how a remediator is going to do it. Now me, the home inspector, I'm going to treat it a whole different way. Rather than kill off the termite colonies that are around your house, right? I'm going to suggest that you eliminate the reason why the termites are there. Which could be moist wood. Which is, yeah, moist wood. I often talk about drainage management. So let's say that it rains, it hits, your, uh, it hits the roof, it runs down to the drip line. Hopefully there's rain gutters. If there's not rain gutters, then you've got this line of water right next to your foundation that's going to be keeping any termite colonies nice and moist and wet and healthy mm. and doing good. Or it's going to be hitting a rain gutter going down a downspout, and if there's not a drainage tube there, then you're going to have 
all that water right next to your foundation. And again, if there's any dead wood there, you've got a set of conditions that are just beautiful for termites mm. to to live. So, you know, the drainage curtain or the poison curtain can kill termites. But for me, I prefer a more natural approach, which is to to I- identify the reason why the termites are there. And, you know, if it's because of a drainage problem, maybe you got water draining through your foundation. When I you find that, that a lot of people are under the mistaken impression that uh, foundations are water barriers. Well, you would think that with the cement or the concrete. Right. But they crack. I talked to a concrete guy once, and he says there's two kinds of concrete, the kind that has cracked and the kind that's going to crack. <laughs> so they actually leak the water, and then the water gets through the wood in the frames. Right. So the water gets through the foundation. It gets into the frame behind, and now uh, you've got that water problem. Mm. Uh, or and I go back to the, uh, the home that's in the same town that you're in. That area really used to be an orchard, and in his case, he had a dormer. Uh, which is basically just a window sticking outside of the the roof. Right. And the dormer is going to have a V-shaped uh, sort of roof behind it, and they had a leak going there. Mm. So that water that was running down and theoretically around the dormer was getting in to the house and running down the wall, and the termites found that. Ooh. And they had a jolly old time. I bet. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and that's the one where, yeah, he was pushing it, and, and you know, we just had millions of termites going everywhere. So for in that sort of an environment, it just makes sense to me that you would, rather than try and poison the termites that are there, you're going to fix the dormer. Right. It just makes a lot more sense. But you won't hear a lot of termite remediators tell you that because they'd rather come back in five mm. years and treat again. Or one year, as the case may be. Those little stinkers trying yeah. to keep their jobs. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> At your expense. <laughs> and then often, or sometimes, as the inspector, I will see where the remediator has actually drilled these one-inch diameter holes down through the concrete at even intervals. Maybe it'll be two or three or four feet or whatever. And they will do the, that drilling all the way around the perimeter of the house. And that's how they create the curtain. Oh. So if you are seeing these holes drilled in the concrete at regular intervals, uh, then quite often that's what the source of that is. So do they put poles in there to hold this tent thing up? Or what is, I mean... Uh, that to create the curtain, no. They're just going to drill the holes, insert poison, and fill things back up again. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so in many cases I've seen you know, home buyers see these holes at regular intervals and wonder what in the world was going on. And right. That's what was going on. Oh, wow. Uh, another one of the stories I have is early in my career as a home inspector, I was called out to this property where uh, they turned it into a Thai restaurant. Mm. And it's kind of funny because uh, some of the students in these in classes I do have asked if they, you know, it had termites. Right. And my students want to know if the Thai restaurant is still using the termites as part of dinner. <laughs> Please tell me what the name of that restaurant is after we get done with this podcast. <laughs> I guess that was kind of racist. I love Thai me. food, so I want to make sure I miss or overlook that particular restaurant. I've actually been to that restaurant, restaurant. And it's awesome. Really? Yeah, but... You don't mind the termites? Well, the theoretically, the termites ended when I showed up. 
<laughs> have you ever tasted chocolate covered termite? I can't say <laughs> that I have. Not can't say that I am motivated all to right, do it either. All right, all right. So I was called out to this place, and they knew that the basement had termites in the walls, and they were okay with that. They were going to rip out those walls in the basement. Right. What they didn't want is for the joists in the ceiling to also be termite covered. Right, they didn't want the floor to fall in, right? Right. They didn't want to have to replace those joists. So, and this is the only time in almost 25 years that I've been handed an axe and told to (laughs) go at it. But, uh, you know, and more recently, if I were asked to do that, I probably would decline because I don't need that call from the lawyer. Right. But I was young and willing and stupid, so... I started swinging that axe, and I went through the the lath and plaster on the ceiling, and what we were able to determine is that the walls had termites, but the joists did not. Oh. And the reason they did not was because the walls had been wet because of water soaking through the foundation, mm. but the joists had always remained dry, so they didn't have the termites. Well, that's helpful. You could actually see in some places where the termites had climbed all the way up the stud and eaten that, and then they were testing or tasting the joists. Yes. And it was dry. So you could actually see this little line where they'd kind of scratched the joist, but that's as far as they'd gone. Wow. So it was a little easier to remediate than you thought it may be. Right. So they just had to eliminate the water near the house around the foundation and then remove and replace the studs in the basement perimeter walls. So that's how you remediate for subterraneans. You do that uh, that curtain. But if you're if you're a follower of the home medic, you remediate by eliminating why those things are there. And then you got the dry wood termites we mentioned, the tented house. Damp wood actually does not stay in the house. Um, damp wood is looking for damp wood. Mm. And usually you're talking about, you know, a place like Hawaii or Samoa. Right. Where uh, where they can actually live in that wet tree full time, and that's just where life is. Now, prevention, I actually, as the home inspector, I have a number of little codes that I write because I write them in so often that I get tired of writing the phrase. So I have one that's, that's DSH, which is don't spray the house. <laughs> and I have another one that's DTW, which means drainage toward the window well. Ah. And I put these codes in on almost every inspection because, you know, almost every house has some issue with some of these. I have a DTF, which is drainage toward the foundation. Wow. And uh, so as the homeowner, and as, as you listening, you'll want to check those and make sure that you're not causing yourself problems uh, either now or in the future by having those sorts of problems. Again, wood piles, if you're going to have the wood-burning stove, you want to make sure that your wood pile is not directly on dirt. Mm. You want to have it on concrete or on plastic or something where it's just a little bit harder for the termite to go into that wood pile and get dinner. Right. You don't want them to be able to transfer from the soil to the wood. Right. And you don't want to have leaf piles for the same set of reasons. You don't want to have a basement back door that doesn't ever get cleaned up. And we mentioned the wood into the house. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be an unpleasant Christmas experience to, to uh, bring that Christmas tree in and then have a thousand termites decide that they're appreciating right, your exactly. hospitality. So much for saving money and getting your own tree, right? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like the money savings <laughs> I want to do. It was an adventure, though. <laughs> Next segment, we're going to talk about war stories that I have, and we'll be right back. 